0: Coming up in this episode, we're going to be talking about how to walk your own path and be your own self. And you know what? It's not really important to be accepted by the in crowd. Also, our ride of the week, the Fort Leonard Wood Loop. It's 81 miles, and we'll get into that in just a little bit. So stick around. Shut
1: up and sit down. Welcome to Random Thoughts from the Road on the Ozark Rides Digital Network conversations about motorcycles any random thoughts that pop into our head and of course one of the best places to ride in america the ozark mountains of missouri and arkansas and now here's your host from ozarkrides.com craig allen and randy lewis
0: Northwest Arkansas. Greg here with Heartland Honda Power Sports Marine in Springdale. Some people are the quiet types. And then there's the rest of us. And for us, Honda introduces the all-new 2024 SCL 500. This scrambler-style street bike is packed with personality and performance. Thanks to details like an over-the-wheel exhaust, a fat front wheel, and rubber knee guards on the tank. All powered by a proven 500-class
2: inline twin. Visit Heartland Honda Power Sports Marine off exit 72 in Springdale
0: and experience the Honda SCL 500 today. For your safety, read the owner's manual, wear a helmet, and eye
1: protection. About 10 years ago, my best buddy talked me into buying a motorcycle so we could go touring around the Ozarks Mountains. The rides were amazing. One weekend, I couldn't go, but he went anyway. Tim was topping a hill on a big curve and was hit head on by a car passing an RV. Thankfully, he survived. And thankfully, he had Schmidt Law Firm on his side. I do too. Motorcycle accidents happen. Schmidt Law Firm will prove negligence and help you get full recovery. Find them online at KansasCityLawyers.com. Put Schmidt Law Firm on your side of the table. Because motorcycle accidents do happen. There's no better way to top off your ride through Pulaski County, Missouri, than to spend some time floating peacefully downstream and dipping your toes in the cool currents of their pristine waterways. Whether you float by kayak, canoe, or raft, float trips are the heart of the Ozarks. Nearly a 100 miles of twisting waterways, including the Big Piney and Gasconade Rivers, each offering unique float experiences and scenery. Rubidoux Spring, with its pristine waters providing the perfect natural swimming hole, plus a labyrinth of submarine caves and caverns, local outfitters ready to make your trip effortless with gear such as life jackets and vessels including inner tubes paddle boards kayaks and canoes numerous hotels campgrounds and rv parks are ready to host your group plan your trip by taking the online tour at visitpulaskicounty.org
0: welcome back to another episode of random thoughts from the road with me as always is randy lewis from bike works in urbana missouri good morning young sir good morning cletus how you doing i'm living the dream i hope you are too
2: yeah wet dream
0: all right (laughs) it's gonna start out like that again so did you have a good
2: week yeah yeah mine has been
0: excellent meaning uneventful
2: Uneventful, yeah. yeah. You didn't crap your pants and you're still above ground.
0: That's exactly right. <laughs> so I understand you went to Old Mexico for vacation?
2: Yeah, finally took one. My wife was like, this shit's got to give. It's happening. Whether I'm you I'm like frankly it or not.
0: surprised to see you back that the federales haven't scooped you up. You hadn't had to grease the wheels to get out of there.
2: <laughs> I don't grease anybody's wheels.
0: <laughs> well, you can grease something. I'll tell you that. Had a good time? relaxed ready to start it all over again sure (laughs) sure well we've got a ride of the week that uh, we're going to feature it's called the fort leonard wood loop 81 miles i created this ride and called it the loop because well it loops around fort leonard wood it wasn't rocket science
2: that's pretty inventive for a person like you
0: yeah, it's pulling out all the stops, that's what it is, <laughs> going for it. It encompasses Highway 17 in Missouri and Missouri County Road J. This ride is a real fun ride because there's lots of twisties, but yeah. it doesn't really have a lot of uh, hairpin turns, hookbacks, yeah. or switchbacks. Just a long, sweeping twisties. You can really get into that.
2: That's what's cool about it, I think, is that you can cruise while doing twisties or curves if you want to. Mm-hmm. So you can keep your mile per hour up and still hit some curves
0: exactly now you'll want to fuel up in st roberts before you leave because depending on the day that you uh, take this ride uh, you might not see another fuel stop some of them being closed it's very rural ride
2: oh you're talking about gasoline i thought you were talking about the wine in st roberts
0: yeah we we'll do my that bad, too the fuel whatever gets you on <laughs> So, if you want a a really interesting ride, very scenic ride in the heart of Missouri, try the Fort Leonard Wood Loop, 81 miles, and I think you'll really enjoy it. So, let's get on to what we're going to talk about this week, which is uh, babbling nonsense. And we've talked about this before, but I think I want to cover it just a little bit more in depth. You know, why do we brand ourselves? Now, I found this guy on YouTube. That I really enjoy watching, and I don't do a lot of YouTube video watching. His Imagine name is, that. You yeah. like
2: watching dudes.
0: <laughs> his name is Craig Ripley, and his channel's called Living Off the Slab. And he had a uh, an episode that I thought was kind of neat, and it was called uh, Why Do We Brand Ourselves? And of course, this is not in general. We're talking about motorcycle riding and things like that. And basically, the synopsis is he was talking about how to walk your own path with regards to your bike. Uh, it's not important to be accepted by the crowd and, you know, stop being herded like sheep. Now, we've talked about this before. It doesn't matter what you ride so long as you ride. But I find that it is so prevalent nowadays that if you don't ride a Yamaha or you don't ride a, a Harley or a, an Indian or a what have you, yeah, then people... Uh, kind of closed off into their own little pocket group
2: yeah so in the shop and at rallies and just being out and stuff i see this quite often is that you know it's bad with harley guys okay i love harley davidson's but it is pro- but probably it's not
0: exclusive to them no
2: it, it definitely is not but it is it's one of those things like you go to big gatherings and you see the guys on their harleys and they stick together and they'll walk by a really cool metric bike to go look at another stock Harley and think it's the coolest thing in the world. And then you've got, on the flip side of that, all the metric guys are so pissed off because they can't get any accreditation from these Harley guys about being on a bike or having whatever. They refuse. They almost creates a hate for Harley because of it that. It becomes
0: political, and I hate it's, that.
2: It, somewhat, yeah. It's just you see all these little clicks and they can't most of them, I say I can't say all of them, but most of them don't ever intertwine. They don't really acknowledge anybody, unless it's the biker wave going down the highway. And I've even seen that test riding bikes, being on a sport bike or a big BMW or something. I'll have guys not wave at me solely just because I'm on that type of bike. So it kind of it's
0: for me. Does that it's, piss it's, you off? Uh it, I mean, we've established we're not waving guys, but yeah. It, but it's, when it happens, it. It's irritating to the fact that just
2: the idea of that. Yeah. yeah, you know, it's 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 stupid. I mean, I know everything that's great about Harley and what's great about Harley to me. But it's not the only thing out there. It's not the only type of bike. Nine times out of ten, a metric bike goes just as fast, goes anywhere else, does all the same stuff a Harley does. It just doesn't have that sound and that that name. So you talk about branding yourselves. You know we constantly brand each other as a victory guy or a harley guy well it it doesn't make a shit bit of difference no it doesn't but in a
0: sense you have a good point we're just as guilty of that to a certain extent yeah for a fact
2: it's just one of those things it's for me it's when you brand yourself so much so that nobody else matters and whatever anyone else is doing as long as they're not in with what you like they're shit Yeah, that, that to me is just ridiculous
0: to me when I say something like when I say something to you about being a Harley guy or you say something to me about victory, it's it's tongue in cheek and good humor.
2: Yeah, I just want to bust your shit. Yeah. So but where it really gets to be, you know, somewhat problematic is that's why it causes so many rifts in the motorcycle community when you're out at places like this. And that's where people's attitudes come from is is just the fact that they know I'm not on a Harley, so uh, there's no point in going to this because it's, it's a predominantly Harley rally or whatever. I hate to see someone almost be held back by the man, so to speak, from going and experiencing a lot of things solely just because either one they don't like or can't afford a Harley or an Indian or what have you.
0: Well, here's something that's interesting that a lot of people don't experience. I do on my victory. As you know, and the listener doesn't know, my victory is set up, and it looks like a lowrider,
2: street glide. is what it looks glide. like. Street glide. It looks yeah.
0: like a street glide, and going down the road, people think I'm on a Harley. And when they get close, <laughs> it's interesting to see their attitude change.
2: Yeah. It's all
0: cool and, and slick until they get up close and see that it's a victory and not a right. street glide.
2: Yeah, and then uh, conversation vastly stops. Yeah, it and does, that's what's
0: and that that puzzles. I mean, it doesn't puzzle me. I know why it is. It's because they're dicks. <laughs> but but it's it's sad. It it kind of is.
2: Cool is cool,
0: you know. Exactly. Yeah, for a guy like me,
2: I can really appreciate someone's ingenuity and their engineering and their ability to change something. Like that stuff is really really speaks to me. So when you see your bike that looks like a Harley and these Harley guys walk up, and be like, "Oh, what year is that? Oh, it's a Victory." Uh, I'm I'm gonna grab a smoke or whatever, and then the conversation dwindles down it to stops nothing immediately. Or they directly switch it to their motorcycle.
0: It almost inevitably happens every single time. Yeah. Rarely. Or, you know, if they're going to extend to it, it will be, Oh, well that's kinda of cool looking to turn around and walk away. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it's it's interesting. And that kinda of leads me to kind of segue into a different aspect of this subject matter is um the riding season is upon us. A lot of people are planning on taking a trip somewhere, whether it's a Sturgis or, you know, a rally, a Laconia or someplace like that.
2: Yeah, man, it's right here. So we talk about branding a little bit, you know, don't be afraid to talk to the guy that's on a different type of motorcycle. You know, you never know where he's been or what he's done or woman, you know, you never know what they are. So try to get out of the mindset of, you can only talk to the people in your clique or riding your type of motorcycle. Because when I'm out, I tend to find the guys on adventure bikes or big BMWs and sometimes Goldwings and stuff to be very fascinating people you know, when I look at those types of motorcycles, those people generally log a ton of miles and they've yeah, chosen. They're that not bike. just
0: going the kind of guy that just goes to the rally once a year. Right. These are people that are generally retired. Yeah. Uh and they they spend a lot of time on their bikes going to wherever. Right. Motorcycle. You know? Where are you going? Them. Well, I'm headed to Alaska. Exactly. It's, you know, something I've never done, but I think is uh, amazing. I right. would love to.
2: Right. You know, Those people are so ate up with motorcycling and just being out there on their motorcycles. They've chose those bikes to be comfortable, reliable, get them places. Let's
0: be honest. I mean, when you get to be my age or you retired (laughs) or something like that, honestly, the brand doesn't mean anything anymore. You want to be comfortable because the more comfortable you are, the longer longer you can can stay in the
2: saddle. Right. So pick that guy out of the crowd, go talk to him, see where he's going, see where he's been. He might give you insight to the next great ride that you've never even heard of or been to, or, you know, give you some insight to where the coolest shit in America or wherever you're riding is, So you talk about the guy going to the rally or the guy going down the street, you know, whatever it is. Some people don't have the time, you know, some people aren't retired or some people don't have a ton of money and they just have a bike because they enjoy it. But if you're that guy that's kind of on the cuffs and you might be able to split for a week or two to go take a big ride, these guys have got the insight. So, you know, along with the branding, don't be the, I say don't, but you know, most people say, say we're talking about Sturgis, you know, you know the path of least resistance to the rally so that they can say that they went to the rally or thoroughly enjoy the rally and then it's the path of least resistance back if you can stretch it
0: out another couple of days i've never understood the mindset of somebody that's well. use sturgis as an example because that's where you started leaving like say in from our area and getting on the freeway and just hauling the mail just to get there yeah that to me is crazy. I don't understand that. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to get on my bike and I'm going to find, I'll look at a map. And as we talked about before, I'll GPS my route to be the least traveled. I mean, I'm looking <laughs> yeah. for the road that is paved, yes. Yeah. But hopefully, you might not ever see another vehicle on that road. And it's right two lane, right. sketchy looking road. You never know. And I'll know take what you're an extra find. three or four days. You know, Mm -hmm. to get there and enjoy it. And same way coming back, though, admittedly, sometimes coming back, I'm tired. I'm old. You remember? (laughs) I will get on the big road and haul the mail back, but that's a pretty rare deal. Right, right. It's the adventure of seeing new places, doing new things, not being herded like a sheep.
2: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Run through the slaughter gate all the way to the rally. So yeah. you can spend all your money there and not be able to afford to do anything else. I'll
0: spend all my money on the
2: way there. Right. And it's, that might be the destination, but the ride there and from is the journey. And that's, exactly. you know, there's a quote that we had found numerous years ago. And I think it went something like, um, you know, try to be the old man that dies with memories instead of dreams, you know, don't have the dreams of doing something and then never really get to do it. You can be the guy that, you know, die with memories, go enjoy motorcycling, go enjoy life, go see the obscurities and the the stuff that's off the beaten path, you know, create those memories for yourself as opposed to just being like, Oh yeah, I went to Sturgis. Oh, really cool. How'd you get there? Oh, you know, interstate, or I trailered up to Waldrug drug and let out there and rode around and then trailered back. You know, if that's your thing, whatever, have at it, but don't forget the little things in motorcycling that really speak and really made motorcycling great. And that was just being on your bike, seeing new things. If you can't get anyone else to go with you, go by yourself. Hell, you don't have to have company.
0: Well, we've established, in my opinion, that's the best way to go. (laughs) Yeah. Because you can stop, stay, whatever you want to do at your time frame.
2: Right. I try to live my life kind of like I don't let my decisions be made by fear.
0: I let my decisions uh, be guided by my bladder.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Your bladder and your medication schedule.
0: (laughs) That's right. You know, you got
2: to have a goal. Right. Don't fear the unknown, man just relish in it. And by the time you're done, it's not unknown. So
0: I actually had somebody say this to me the other day, somebody I knew and says, are you going to Sturgis this year? And I had looked at him and I said, no, I said, I've been enough that, uh, you know, it's not new anymore. It's the same old, same old, same old. Yeah. And, uh, he said, well, I think I'm going to go I'm just going to get out here and get on the, the interstate and get up there and get back because I got to get back to work. Yeah. And I said, how much time are you taking off? He said, I'm taking two weeks. Two weeks to see a, a week-long rally. I said, two weeks? That's what I said. I, two weeks. I said, why are you going to get there and get back? I would make Sturgis the turnaround point yeah. of the of the ride.
2: Yeah, you can, in my opinion, you can see all of Sturgis has to offer in two or three days at best, you know, unless you just have to hit the big concerts at the end of the rally. And if that's the case, man... Don't show up there for the first day or two, which in, inherently, in my opinion, kind of suck anyway.
0: Well, to be truthful, I think this guy was probably just wanting to go so he can say I've been to Sturgis. Yeah,
2: <laughs> I see that quite a bit. I don't understand that at all. Yeah, it's the feather in the cap type of thing. Like, yeah, I've I've been to Sturgis. Okay, so, so it's a million other people. Yeah, so yeah, it's a amazing. million plus. That's exactly. amazing. You know, we were talking about guys on different bikes and. You know, I, it's kind of, I get a lot of people through the shop and it's so interesting to talk to people. I hate conversation inherently and I hate wasted time, but these guys always get me and it's the lackadaisical guy wearing his khaki cargo pants in the middle of summer with his gear riding jacket on stops in on a BMW or something. Those guys hook me instantly for some reason. And one of the first questions I say is, "Hey, you know, where are you from?" See where they say they're from. A lot of the times, it's not right down the street. They're on a cross-country trek and they're just leisurely cruising around.
0: Yeah, because well, yeah, your bike shop is right on a uh,
2: major highway. Major
0: highway that people are go that goes from you know the coast to the Canadian border.
2: Yeah, yeah, it's that's it. That is what's cool about it. But yeah, they we just, just
0: happen to be on a stretch that's two lane. But for the most part, it's four lane.
2: Yeah, yeah. So those guys are always intriguing to me. They've got the best stories, so to speak. A lot of them are kind of like, well, I log, you know, 100,000 miles in a year. And they get boastful at times. But
0: Well, you're going to find out in the first 30 seconds of a conversation <laughs> what you're dealing with.
2: Typically, yeah. But it's just so cool and fascinating to hear where people have been, where they're going to. Like, I've got a buddy that lives... I don't know. He's probably 40 miles away from where my shop is. And he stops in periodically, but this guy would pick up, you know, he's a, he was a school teacher coach. He'd pick up on a Thursday in the summer and ride to Florida to see his kids. Like that to me is like, holy shit, that's awesome. You know, most people on a Thursday be like, well, I'll ride to Springfield or I'll ride a couple hours away and come back. This guy's just like, eh, I want to see my kids and my grandkids hops on his motorcycle, busts ass to Florida, stays a couple of days. Goes and sees his other kids. I think they're in, like, um, I think they're in Illinois or something like that. He'll ride up to Illinois, and then he'll come back just because he wants to see his kids. And it's motorcycling only. Like, he...
0: He's not jumping in the wagon.
2: Yeah, or hopping on a flight down there. You know, he just... This is what I do. This is what I love. Hop on my bike, ride down, see the kids, go see the other kids. How cool could back. that
0: possibly, it couldn't get any cooler than that. Uh huh. That's, that's living life.
2: Yeah. And typically like there's a, he's got a couple of riding buddies. One of them is considerably older, so he doesn't necessarily always go on those big long trips with him, but man, it's nothing for them to just hop on and put 800,000 miles on in a day and do whatever they want to do. Very seldom do I ever see him packed super, super heavy. It's just a couple of pairs of pants, a couple of shirts, and just roll out.
0: Exactly. Yeah, so. Throw a to-go bag on there. and
2: Yeah, that's that's what I would like to be eventually.
0: You'll get there as soon as you stop working.
2: <laughs> Bullshit. I'm going to die in that place, I think. Yeah? Yeah. So I- you
0: worked last night was Saturday night. Your shop was open yesterday. Yep. You get home, and you go out to the garage and you start, continue to work until what, midnight?
2: Yeah, I think I cut it out at about midnight last night.
0: You got to put yourself in an early grave, man.
2: Hey, man, life's a journey. I don't want to arrive at the pearly gates in a well-preserved, pristine little body. Khakis. Yeah. I want to slide that bitch in sideways going, what a ride. Exactly. So do I get the golden ticket to come on in? And then he's going to be like, bullshit. I've seen you.
0: Yeah, we <laughs> he, have a special place for you. Made a,
2: you made a wrong turd, Holmes. <laughs> yeah. Your place is down there. <laughs> so I guess what we're saying, moral of the story is get out there, get on your bike. Don't be so close-minded that Anybody on a different brand is not your type of people. You know, go enjoy motorcycling for everything that it is. You know, don't be afraid to talk to the guy that's on a different brand who gives a shit what they're riding. They're motorcyclists. We're the most interesting group of people in the world, in my opinion.
0: And they're going to talk to you. People will talk to you. Make new friends. Yeah. I say that as a hypocrite. (laughs) <laughs> because I, do, I personally just, i don't talk to people if somebody comes up to me and wants to talk to me i'm going to be polite and cordial and i'll talk to them and prime as example. long as they want to but i'm not going to initiate it
2: yeah prime example right there you, just because you're not seeking them out does not
0: mean that you're not going to talk to them and treat no, them like i'm trash. not a barbarian i will yeah. be nice to you anybody know? and talk to them and Yeah, exactly. And and be decent. And and I'll stand there for a half hour and talk to them if that's what they want to do. Yeah, you see, I'm just not going to be the guy that go up to a stranger and say, hey, which is hypocritical because we're telling you to do that. Right. I'm too old to change in my ways.
2: Yeah. It's just that's the cool part about motorcycling is despite what everybody feels on the inside, most generally, and I say that somewhat loosely, like it's a high percentage that, you know, even though I look like a big ass dick. I'll still talk to people if they come up to me and talk to me. So
0: don't be afraid to you be see the how guy. Polite I was there. I didn't say a word. Yeah. Yeah. I just nodded.
2: Yep. Don't be afraid to be the guy that initiates it and just say, Hey man, what's up? Where are you from? Where are you going? That's awesome. And then go about your business because it, in the end, it really doesn't matter what they think of you. As long as you're cool with you, that's all that matters. Yeah,
0: You'll never see him again anyway. Probably. Yeah.
2: yeah. So just get out there, enjoy motorcycling for what it is. Yeah, or for what it is to you.
0: That's exactly right. Well, we've got to the end of the episode here because we've ran out of things to talk about. So until the next time, we hope that you stay safe, get out there, converse with people, learn about other different lives and uh, what other people are doing on two wheels.
2: Yeah, do burnouts, do sketchy shit.
0: (laughs) Yeah, just don't get yourself in the hospital. Uh, Anyways, until next time, be safe, stay on two wheels, and we'll talk to you later.